Good morning, and welcome to this edition of Advice Worth Keeping, KPMG's podcast series where we interview firm executives and thought leaders, as well as third-party industry luminaries and experts on important global business trends, topics, and leading practices. My name is Stan LaPique, and I lead global research for KPMG's Management Consulting Services Group. And I'm pleased to have with us here today Mr. Caleb Korn. Caleb is part of the U.S. firm, member of the advisory group with a focus on cybersecurity services. So, Caleb, thanks for joining us here today on Advice Worth Keeping. Yeah, my pleasure, Stan. Happy to be here. Okay, we have an interesting topic today and a very important one in today's environment, and it's going to be the intersection of cybersecurity and DevOps. So certainly cybersecurity is a hot topic in the market today, as it has been for a while and will continue to be so going forward. And DevOps is a bit of the lifeblood of any organization or software firm or services firm. Maybe to start out, why don't we just explain for our listeners, what is DevOps? Great question. And I'm glad you asked because there's a lot of different opinions. And at the end of the day, an intersection where they all mean the same thing, but it's good to clarify up front. So what I would say is that What we've come to call DevOps today is actually an amalgamation of leading practices that we've seen in other industries for a long time. That would include like lean manufacturing, agile, and no shocker there, again, from manufacturing, Toyota production systems, and others. And as the past five, ten years have passed, we've learned that organizations who adopt these in aggregate perform better at business as a whole, not just in software delivery. That group of leading practices is what we now call DevOps. And then what's the difference between DevOps and secure DevOps? I mean, shouldn't all DevOps be secure? Yeah. At the end of the day, we would love that. That is our goal, to reduce risk as fast as possible and to right cost. When we hear terms like secure DevOps or DevSecOps and a bunch of iterations upon the same idea, they essentially all mean to say the same thing, which is making security explicit here because, as you pointed out earlier, traditionally speaking, in software delivery, in a lot of organizations, security is, for better or worse, an afterthought. When we talk about Secure DevOps, we're making it explicit that there are opportunities earlier and within that life cycle of software development to make things safer because, and I think we're probably all too familiar with the annual pen test that is a check-the-box exercise when an application or service is already in production. That may have been okay at a certain point of time in maturity, but it's not generally accepted that that's the right way to do things. In Secure DevOps, it's that recognition that security plays a role from the beginning. We talk about that as shifting left. Okay, you've talked about and written about the three ways in Secure DevOps, and what are the three ways? Some of the earlier and most agreed-upon literature in the field in DevOps, we talk about what we call the three ways. And there are many approaches, there's many kind of angles that people approach DevOps. There's a journey, and this path begins with the first way of the three, and that's really where organizations focused on principles of flow. Think about a process on a whiteboard, if you will, that goes left from right, and that may be an assembly line, or it may be a software development life cycle. There's steps along the way that we can map out. And when we talk about optimizing the flow there, we want to reduce cycle time so that whatever we're doing, whether that's delivering value to the business or to the market through new features in code or by reducing risk, we can do it with as least friction as possible. We want to make the things we do to deliver value to the business fast. That's the first way. The second way, 
ideally begins after we're pretty good at reducing friction in the process, is really about instrumenting what we do and all those different steps along the way for visibility, deep visibility and telemetry, as some people would call it, that is automated signals to us, the business, where there are more opportunities to get things improved and functioning better to serve us and our customers. That's the second way. From a cybersecurity perspective, we're all pretty familiar with logging and monitoring. That's where this would be inserted strongly in our journey. And the third way is that's way down the line for a lot of folks. It's the last stage of the journey. It never stops, and that's where we talk about continuing learning and experimentation. What we do there is we exploit those discoveries and advances we've made up and down the delivery process so far in our journey in other areas of the business because at the end of the day, we're also talking about breaking down silos. We don't want to keep these discoveries and things that make us better as an organization hidden. So continuous learning and experimentation helps us to propagate that through the organization. And in really advanced groups, that even means testing the things that you've gotten really great at which may mean taking things offline to see what happens because you're that good at that point that you can actually test resiliency that way. Now, that's an aspiration for just about everybody, but the highest performing DevOps shops are doing those types of things. So this would seem to be something all organizations should be doing, a proverbial no-brainer, but other risks associated with embracing secure DevOps, for example, should firms be concerned about remaining compliant at the same time they are embracing secure DevOps? That's a fair question, and it's something that we hear from our clients because there's a perception out there that some of the things that are recommended as leading practices in DevOps increase risk. And I would counter that by saying if you look at it in a bubble, that might be true. But more broadly speaking, the approach reduces risk overall for the organization and actually delivers business results that matter faster. So here's what we mean. And an example is that people think, well, in really high-performing DevOps shops that I read about, developers have access to prod. And that's often not permitted by some controls out there that say there must be a QA middleman for segregation of duties. And what we found is, and that the highest-performing IT shops out there these days do, they allow developers direct access to production with more controls that actually mitigate the risk that would otherwise be there. And what I mean by that There's a couple of things you can do. You can limit the amount of code that they update at a time or push into prod so that every given update that they make has less likelihood of impacting the business in a negative way. And then once we're good at that, we also want to be good at rolling back quickly if there is something that makes it its way into production that has negative consequences. So if we're really good at those two things, we really shouldn't be too concerned about the developers having access to prod because we've built in controls and guardrails to mitigate that. So that's something that people think about sometimes when we have naysayers out there who say this is just moving too fast, and it's actually not moving too fast. It's moving at the right speed that the market expects these days. We just put controls around it to make it safer. Given those points and potentially others, are most organizations today ready for secure DevOps? Should everybody be undertaking this? Or in addition to what you just discussed, are there other things they should look at before they either undertake a secure DevOps effort or perhaps take one that they're doing and ramp it up to a higher level of scale. Not to sound trite, Stan, but I think in all seriousness, the greater risk to the enterprise is not embarking on the journey. The things move simply too fast right now. The bad actors out there, and we see it all the times in the press, are successful because there's a lot of risk out there in production, and it's because we're not moving as fast as they are. Secure DevOps is a counter to the agility that our actors have and the number of actors out there who can move quickly 
so that our organization's immune system is as robust as possible in meeting those threats. And what the great news about that is, is that when we're more secure and risk is reduced, our businesses have more resources to invest in the real things that matter that produce growth like innovation. So those are the types of messages we'd like leaders out there to remember when choosing whether or not to embark on the journey. I'd like also our audience to keep in mind that it may seem daunting, the things we read about when we hear stories of the unicorns, they call them the people who are really great at DevOps and secure DevOps. We hear stories that are snippets of the broader journey for them. They're not perfect either, and it's a pocket of the organization usually who are really great at this stuff. But even those great high-performer organizations are not 100% there yet. They started somewhere, and that's what we're asking our clients and colleagues out there in the market to do, is to consider beginning now. And it's not a question of if, but when, and sooner is better, because we all want to reduce that risk now. Okay, Caleb. Well, thank you very much for your time today. Certainly a very important topic, given the number of bad actors and bad guys out there, and that number is only growing. Thanks for your time today here on Advice Worth Keeping. And for our listeners out there, certainly heed Caleb's advice. And if you're not already acting on this, to get going. And you can find the links to the items we referenced in the show today below the podcast. If you're online, of course, the URL for that is kpmg.com slash us. Podcast. That's a wrap. Thanks for your participation.